First, I'd like to welcome you all, all here to St. Mary's today. My name is Father Joseph McShane. I especially want to welcome all those who are visiting or on vacation. Uh, and uh, we welcome you to our parish and pray that God may watch over you during this time of vacation and uh, bless your time of recreation and rest. I was talking to our school children this Thursday uh, on their last day of school. Uh, before their last day of school, and I reminded them, though we go on vacation, it's important that we remember we never take a vacation from God. So I commend all of you who have put God first in your life and coming here and spending this time to worship God with us. We have been, these past weeks, we've been having our homily series go, and that homily series theme is that we go out into the world to proclaim the gospel, we go out to proclaim the good news of salvation. And it culminates today, of course, most fittingly on this Feast of Pentecost, in this most important feast of the descent of the Holy Spirit, which is the third most important liturgical celebration. We may not think of this, but after Easter and Christmas, Pentecost is the most important, third most important celebration in the church and it is considered the official birthday of the Catholic Church as the Holy Spirit descends upon the apostles and disciples in the form of fiery tongues, infusing them with his gifts to go out and proclaim the gospel. Christ was born on Christmas Day, but his birth was made manifest to the world on the Feast of the Epiphany. The Church was born from the wound of the sight of Christ on Good Friday, but it is now made manifest in a public manner on Pentecost, with the Holy Spirit descending upon the apostles and disciples as he sends them out into the world to proclaim the gospel. The Holy Spirit prepared the disciples for their mission by bestowing upon them the same gifts we receive at confirmation. Wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude, knowledge, piety, and fear of the Lord. These gifts enable them to face hardships, persecution, and rejection, which sometimes even came from their own families as they proclaimed the gospel. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Holy Trinity, true God. He is sometimes described as the love between the Father and the Son. This love is so great that it is another person. But this person, the Holy Spirit, was not created in a moment of time, but always existed and coexisted with the Father and the Son, eternal God. In Scripture, the Holy Spirit is often seen as a dove, as fiery tongues, divine light, as rushing wind, and the breath of God. The divine fire of the Holy Spirit desires to penetrate and purify our hearts, mind, body, and soul. Fire also, fire also produces light by which the Holy Spirit illuminates our minds and souls to the things of God that we may be guided by him to know, to, to know right from wrong. This light also gives brightness to the doctrines and teachings of Jesus Christ and his church. Jesus said, when the, when the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Holy Spirit, 
enters the soul at baptism. And I am so happy today that we're going to witness this and the baptism of Marius, Anto Marius Antonio. Though we can't see it with our physical eyes, the Holy Spirit is going to enter his soul for the first time. It is a tremendous moment for us to reflect upon. Saint Blessed Elizabeth of the Trinity said, when her little niece was baptized, she wanted to follow her niece around the whole day with a candle because it reminded her God's physical presence in the soul of her niece. And so he dwells there as his sweet guest, giving us light, guidance, and inspiration to follow Christ, to live the gospel, to do good works. He inspires us to holiness and have of all of the things sacred to our faith and to desire heaven, to desire heaven. He confirms this mark again at confirmation, placing again his seal of an indelible mark on our soul. And that seal is on our soul from baptism and confirmation in life and in death, in eternity. No matter where we are, that seal is upon our soul. The indwelling of the Holy Spirit in our soul calls us to be attentive to his inspiration. He wants to bring us closer to God. He wants to help us in our walk with Christ. When the soul is united to the Holy Spirit and attentive to his light and guidance, he, the Holy Spirit, produces what we call the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Now the church recognizes or calls these, uh, the, call, calls them the 12 fruits of the Holy Spirit. And we can examine ourselves as I mentioned these because it, it tells me, am I being united to the Holy Spirit? Am I being attentive to the Holy Spirit that, I am produ that he is producing these fruits in my soul? And they are charity, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, generosity, gentleness, faithfulness, modesty, self-control, and chastity. We must constantly pray to the Holy Spirit to produce these fruits in our soul and to assist us to be transformed by them. We often pray and seek a relationship with God the Father and with Jesus our Lord the Son but are we actively stri striving also to keep ourselves united to the Holy Spirit by praying to him and seeking daily to deepen our union with him? He's the one that dwells in our soul. He's the counselor, the sweet guest of our soul. He gives us light to know and desire God. He guides me on how I am to serve God by inspiring me to follow the path of my vocation God has called to called me to. He inspires me to seek holiness by guiding me to avoid sin. That little voice that we're, we're being tempted to do something sinful, that little voice calling us not to do it, that's the Holy Spirit trying to prevent us from committing an act which will turn us away from God. And he, and he encourages us to make frequent use of the sacraments of the church especially the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist and the sacrament of confession. And so beautifully in the gospel today, we see how we got the sacrament of confession. It goes right back to Jesus. He gave the apostles that, that authority. When he breathed on them the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive, they are forgiven. 
whose sins you retain, they are retained. That is not a main made sacrament that comes directly from Christ, from Jesus Christ. And he also, the Spirit, calls us to spend time in prayer and meditation. He inspires me to experience the love and mercy of God even when I fall into sin, to return to God with sincere repentance and a firm purpose of amendment in the sacrament of confession and to avoid these sins in the future. He inspires me with a longing and a desire for heaven. I've stressed this several times because sometimes we forget our true home is in heaven and that we should have that desire to be with God forever in heaven. We should, he helps us to see that all things are temporal in this world. Fame, fortune, power, it all ends. It all ends. The Holy Spirit gives light that I may know myself, that I am a loved and cherished child of God who calls me to share in his divine life. He seeks to purify my love by helping me to see my sins, defects, and imperfections that I might be perfected in my love for God and neighbor. He helps me to see myself in the eyes of God as loved and cherished and not be discouraged or downcast. He wants to make my soul beautiful for God and to adorn it with his fruits so that I may be prepared for heaven and reflect the divine love of God. And the Holy Spirit gives me courage, especially in the world that we live in, which is often uh, has rejected Christ and his teaching and his gospel. It gives me courage not to be afraid of what people think of me, not to be afraid of what people say of me for professing my love and faith in Jesus Christ, uh, that we need to have that courage, uh, that courage. And he helps me to fulfill my duties in my vocation, be it single, married, priesthood, and religious life. And by the way, it's the Holy Spirit that guides me on what my vocation is. He's the one that guides me to where I'm being called in my vocation. And again, to recognize that my true homeland is in heaven and to use this time on earth to sanctify myself as I seek to serve God in my vocation who calls me each day to trust in his divine help and the grace to fulfill what he has called me to. He inspires me to keep the commandments of God, the teachings and the teachings of the church. He assists me to be a witness to my faith and that I proclaim the gospel by my, by my way of living and with words when necessary. And he unites us as members of God's family, each belonging to the mystical body of Christ. St. Ambrose had a beautiful quote for today which we can reflect upon. Remember then that you received a spiritual seal, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of knowledge and reverence, the spirit of holy fear. Keep safe what you have received. God the Father sealed you. Christ the Lord strengthened you and sent the spirit into your hearts as a pledge of what is to come. My brothers and sisters, let us thank God for the gift of the Holy Spirit let us truly open our hearts and souls to his light and guidance, to be mindful of his actions and inspirations in our daily life, that we may become what God has called us in sharing with us his divine life, that we may proclaim, we may proclaim Christ and his gospel to the world. May we, like the first Christians, be moved with love and courage to give witness to our faith by word and action. 
Each day, we are all being sent by Christ out into the world. St. Catherine of Siena said, Be what you were created to be, and you will set the world on fire. We should be reminded each day of the Holy Spirit's presence in our soul, that we may truly be a people of faith, of joy, of peace, of love. We need to be filled with awe and to be excited in the Holy Spirit's presence in our soul. Pray often, come Holy Spirit, stir up within me your love and forgiveness. Fill me with your fire of divine light and love. May Our Lady, Spouse of the Holy Spirit, help us to be docile instruments to the Holy Spirit working in us that we might produce the abundant fruit for the kingdom of God and his glory.